What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi, and joining me will be Dr. Niggle, The Leetness, and Zero Burn. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hope y'all had a good week. How y'all doing tonight? I'm pretty. I'm good. I'm fluffy. <laughs> I'm moist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. It was approximately eleven seconds. <laughs> Eleven seconds. Eleven seconds before someone said moist or juicy. <laughs> oh god, no! Now I said <laughs> shit. I said it again. All right. What cost uh, us moist <laughs> and, and oh. juicy? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, now that we got that, uh, so my boy Necro. Uh, sent me this link and at first I thought he was pulling my chain because I just did not think this would ever happen. But uh, apparently Microsoft is throwing its weight behind Steam and pledging that Gears 5, Age of Empires and more are coming to Steam. Which is fucking amazing. And I'm so happy about this. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Microsoft's really turning over a new leaf though. They're like <clears throat> even in the business world they're, they're acting more and more like a startup company than this big tech giant that they once were, that everyone was like, oh, no, well, Microsoft will never do that. They're doing all this open source stuff, and, you know, it's, it's insane. Like, the, what people thought that they were, has, the perception is changing significantly. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's a really good marketing move for it's a just plain good business move in general. Uh, yeah. Especially with the, kind of the, the faith that people are losing in AAA companies because uh, uh, Division 2 is not a good example. But other other titles that Ubisoft has put out recently, you know, they, they need a patch on day one or all the rest of that. So I I like this. I like this move by Microsoft. And I like that they're putting them on Steam. Thank you, Microsoft. Not that the Windows Store isn't great. Because it was on the Epic Game Store. Uh, <laughs> you, you know what else is great about this? Now you guys have absolutely zero reason not to play Gears with me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely so, going to so do it. As an aside, um, and this is probably going to get me kicked out of the podcast, I have never played Gears of War, ever. That's fine. What? Wait, do you, do you know you know what Gears of War is, though, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, there there you go. No, that's, played, that's fine. never played the fucking thing. Me neither. Zero, me neither. Uh, we're in the same oh, I, I've seen a lot of people playing it. Y'all need some education. It's amazing. There's only one. There's only one <laughs> Gears player in this entire podcast. I think actually Gopi's the one that's going to get kicked out. Let's move on. This is a boring topic. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to talk? Who wants to talk about uh, Gears of War? Hey, um, stuff's happening in Warframe. Everybody here loves Warframe. <laughs> sure. What, what's going on in Warframe? I don't know. I, I was bluffing. <laughs> Hold it. No. All right. Well, <laughs> so, Path of Exile. <laughs> what? Well, what is that game even? <laughs> Good game. GG. <laughs> Best games. There's a new <sighs> league starting there too. Three days, eighteen hours, twenty-one minutes, and two seconds. I'm not that I'm counting. That was yeah. actually elite. If we want to go to, uh, never mind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so Gears of Gears of War and a bunch of Microsoft games coming out in the Windows Store as well as Steam. I like that. Everybody likes that. Let's um, all have um, cake. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, exci- I'm excited though, to play it. I will. Well, buy and it. Halo buy is it. coming eventually to Steam when they finally decide to release it. But they have updated the PC development, which is pretty cool. Uh, they've included an FOV slider and uncapped frame rate. And other than that, they've been pretty fucking mute on the game. I've signed up to play it as a beta tester, but uh, as of now, nothing. Hopefully soon, because I really want to play Halo on PC. Oh, right. That's the one that I thought we were talking about. Gears of War is not Halo. Never mind. I want to play Halo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gobi is now plotting to kill. <laughs> Even I know the difference. <laughs> At least they're both so made by Microsoft. To... <laughs> Master Chief isn't the guy with the chainsaw on his gun? <laughs> I oh, guess now, both of them start with the M. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus Phoenix, Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, I've never uh, played a Halo game either. Uh, well, on the bright side, you can buy the Master Chief Collection and play all of them in order, and you won't be able to say that anymore. Hmm. Or, or just a thought, wait till around Christmas, Microsoft will put it on Xbox Live for free. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> about every year. Yes, this is true. Me. Me and shooters and a, and a controller just like, oh, but I heard that, aren't, aren't they doing a cross-platform on yes. um, Master Chief collection? Well, it's <clears throat> it's cross-play between the Steam version and the Windows 10 store. They're thinking uh, about doing it with Xbox, which I'm hoping oh, they do it with too. Xbox. Cause, uh, can't, yeah. can't wait well, to dominate console names. And, uh, that's about, a bad, zero that's about as bad of an idea as, as Greedo shooting first, okay? <laughs> oh! Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they adding uh, mouse and keyboard support to the Xbox One? Or have uh, they? Or are they supposed to? I, I thought. <laughs> as far as I know, that has always been mentioned, but never actually come to fruition. Uh, yeah, it's kind of that the the carrot's just out of reach. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, the new Modern Warfare will have console to PC crossplay and won't have a season pass. Crossplay is kind of interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they do it um, with the lobbies and stuff like that. Uh, the season pass thing about fucking time. I'm playing my first Call of Duty game. I just got the Black Ops thing because of the humble button. Which Black Ops? Black Ops 4. Oh. Yeah, I, no, I haven't got that yet. Black Ops 4. This is my first one. Well, you can get it for 12 bucks if you buy the Humble Bundle today. 12 Daru? 12 Daru. The full That's game, actually. Yeah, and you're going to get all of... You've got See. literally... I think you've got... A few hours left. Not, yeah, not not much. I think it ends today, actually. All right, yeah, we'll we'll be right back with the podcast, everybody. We just gotta go. <laughs> no, but it's yeah, it's twelve bucks. So, so I was like, I've never ever played um, a Call of Duty game, and this one's got like the battle royale and the zombies and everything included for twelve bucks. So I was like, shit. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, one well, of the. He's actually a member, but. <clears throat> He's 
one of my coworkers to uh, Steve Rogers on Gunslingers. Uh, he loves the zombies and can't say enough good things about Black Ops 4 zombies. Of course, he plays it on the PS4, so I'm sorry. I did the specialist like HQ intro thing, and it was pretty interesting. Um, um, and I've done like two or three maps uh, on multiplayer. It wasn't too bad. I didn't suck completely. I wasn't an ultra noob, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it it seems like something I could get into. I guess <laughs> not very convincing, is that? No. <laughs> I'm I'm excited they're going back to Modern Warfare because <laughs> yeah. the Black Ops thing is kind of played out for me and had great times in the original Black Ops, <clears throat> but Modern Warfare holds a special place in my heart. Hmm. I always thought that Black Ops was the big deal, but I, I mean I'm not a big Call of Duty guy. I've I've always thought Black Ops was like the the the, the main multiplayer platform. Everyone was. Crazy about Black Ops 2. For the longest time, Black Ops 2 was the was the gold standard when it came to multiplayer. Yeah, that's and what that I thought. Was, that was just because it, there was so much that was innovative about Black Ops 2 that kind of set the standard for most of the industry when it came to to you know team deathmatch style mm. multiplayer. So. If only some companies, <laughs> Bungie, would catch up, it would be great. <laughs> uh, well, see, uh, my Warfare for me was the last Call of Duty that was actually good on PC. Um, it still had lean um, and all that good stuff where the council version was a little bit dumbed down. You didn't have some of the fun stuff. Uh, plus, it also had built-in mod support which, who doesn't love playing Star Wars in a Call of Duty game? I mean, running around with a blaster and fucking shooting stormtroopers. How, how does that really, not... <laughs> well, I mean, you could be Darth Vader. I'm not gonna that bag of worms. If you are Darth yep. Vader. You just, you just broke the podcast. Uh... <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so so Modern Warfare, uh, the game that's coming out from the article that was written uh, May 30th, just a couple days ago, says uh, the new Modern Warfare team is taking steps to unite the community and the team plans for Modern Warfare to be played together across PC and console through cross-play support. So, big thumbs up. Yeah, <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how they do the lobbies. I know, like, Gears of War... Um, because they're cross-play between Xbox and PC. If you're on Xbox, there's a toggle. You can toggle it off so you don't play against PC players. Um, now, they mentioned games like Rocket League, Fortnite, and Dauntless. I haven't played Dauntless or Rocket League, but uh, Fortnite, I know they match people based on their input devices. So even if I play on with a controller on PC, I'm matched with other people with a controller if possible rather than sticking me in a lobby full of mouse and keyboard guys. Yeah, yeah, and that, that addresses what I always said was the problem. The big problem with cross-play is that if I, especially PvP, if like a, yeah. a sword and board player goes up against a, a controller player, my money's on the sword and board player. 
just because of the interface. Yep. But that's just me. That's just how I feel. That's because I'm PCMR. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have some really good console players that are great with the controller, and, you know, once in a while, um, mouse keyboard player will get outplayed, but if it comes down to a head-to-head fight, I'd say 90% of the time the mouse and keyboard player is going to win in <clears throat> head-to-head match, but, I mean... Yeah. Well, it's just the responsiveness of a mouse and keyboard is actually better than yeah. even even a tuned uh, controller. I mean, it, it's it, there's no comparison. There 100%. is, and, and you can get into like the really nitty gritty of the detail, like uh, setting the acceleration on your pointer and uh, DPI sensitivity. Maybe you have a laser mouse. I, Everybody has laser gaming mouse, mice, mices, mices, mouses now, me, right? Me, mises, yes. mises. Thank you. <laughs> mooses. That, mooses. No, what? Quiet. You quiet down, you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Moose. I guess so. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's the big Call of Duty Modern Warfare news. Yeah, uh, and and next. they're getting rid of season pass, which is which is nice. Um, I appreciate you know getting rid of the season pass idea where you're just paying in advance oh, for content that doesn't that exist. Shit. But yeah. oh. but at the same time, um, they've got to come up with some new exciting way to make money. So I'm just wondering microtransactions. What, what will come out? <laughs> Could be. Maybe they'll have microtransactions <laughs> for glitter. I'm not opposed <laughs> to that. <laughs> either. Oh, fuck loot boxes. <laughs> don't, don't don't even get me started on loot boxes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they try to shove that in the game, I imagine it'll go down great in the EU because they they seem to care about gambling and video games way more than we do on this side of. The- well, I mean, and it's it's also one of those things where there are certain. I know that, um, and this is funny because Virginians don't care anything about anything else. But Lord have mercy, don't don't charge us for shit. Um, because there was actually legislation legislation put forth to ban um, to ban loot boxes in the the state of Virginia and I was like but they just opened up a casino and horse race betting operation (laughs) (laughs) well I think the difference is calling kettle black no, that's 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 different because you're you that you actually have an age limit, whereas no, that's true. Loot, loot boxes is gambling for uh, kids. Yeah, I think the main issue here is that the federal government gets to take a piece of that racetrack through some taxes, and they're really not seeing anything uh, through loot boxes. <laughs> game, so that's true. probably the driving. Still track. revenue. Still revenue no. that the company has to. Uh, and they pay sales tax. <laughs> <laughs> the, this, this is what we've we've always said because every state has a lottery, right? Lottery is gambling, but the state runs it. The state is always fine with gambling as long as they get their cut. So, yeah, we we got to games games got to figure out a way to get the government money through loot boxes. Then then right. this whole thing goes away overnight. <laughs> no, I don't. Obviously, we're you're not political clan and all that stuff, but I'm pretty sure there was bipartisan bill put up 
for on the federal level to ban loot boxes. I saw it a couple of weeks ago. I think one of the GS members brought it up. I can't find yeah. a link right now. Pretty sure it was a big deal. Here we go. Introduces ban. Pay to win microtransactions. Thank you, Lucas Arts for. Oh no, that's EA Star Wars. Never mind. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, yeah, Senator yeah. Josh Hawley. Hawley. It's press, was the one who put it up. On May twenty third, they said build to ban the sale of loot boxes to children. Presses forward with bipartisan support. Which you know, I'm not against. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah, it's called like uh, I want to be able to my children from abusive games acts. <laughs> yeah, sort of straight up Baba win. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I don't, I'm pay I don't to win, man. I don't want to leave it to chance. Just let me pay for it, and then I'm yeah, done. One of the one of the things mm -hmm. that I that I like about most of these companies nowadays is they're not, uh. Well, at least the ones of the games that I play, they aren't really doing pay to win so much as they're doing all of their cosmetic stuff is in loot boxes. Right. And I, my personal theory for that is just that uh, the, the backlash against companies, including microtransactions for years as it has been, uh, when they try to introduce microtransactions for new game content stories or or special weapons or some junk like that, yeah, no, I understand that. I, I yeah, I sympathize with that. that. I mean, I don't mind loot boxes so much. I just hate random loot boxes. Like that's just no. Like well, you tell me a price and let me random. buy that thing. I can get it. I'm I'm behind that. Well, they they Gears. did that in Gears for a while, and uh, then they finally got smart and said, "Hey, look, you can buy this pack, and it includes this skin, all the weapon skins, and it costs you eight ninety nine. I that's I'm all for that. But you tell me I gotta buy a loot box and I have a random chance. Fuck that. I'm gonna pass. Yeah. It was the same. The first time I noticed it was in Division One when um, on Steam, uh, Ubi or Massive did put out DLC for like Christmas costumes or Armed Forces costumes or sports team costumes, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I can see all the stuff that I'm getting here. I'm buying it for like five, six bucks. Uh, I'm cool with this. And then they put in the loot box system uh, after patch. What was it like 1.6 or 1.7 or something? And uh, something like I, that. I can't tell you how many of those goddamn loot boxes I opened up trying to get one hat. Just I was looking for <laughs> one hat in particular. And See, was, that's that's the problem. That is. And you did that Santa Claus hat, man. Just couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, Father Vexat does the same thing with their shinies, and there's certain shinies that you see, and you're like, oh, good. But they, they gate it behind. But the, you see, they, they do this thing where they release it later on. So you can buy it now, or you could wait, and they're going to release it in the store that you can buy. Well, and it's Bungie's kind of doing the same thing during this season. The yeah, entire season exactly. they have, they have a loot, a you, loot know, box. You, can, you get a loot box for every time you hit level. Now, that being said, when they have a special event such as um, the revelry or something like that, the 
the loot box portion goes away, or well, it doesn't go away, but you get an additional, you get a, uh, uh, an event loot box, but the event loot boxes are on a knockout system. So until you get every item, you don't get duplicates of the event items, which is good, which is the way I think it should be. Yeah. I could get behind um, that. Not, knockout systems work so much better, and Bungie has finally learned that. Thank God. <laughs> That's one Only thing took gotten right. a couple yeah. of years. I'd say GGG is pretty good with that sort of stuff as well. So they, they do a good job with their cosmetic system and the, the way that they do their uh, monetization. It's fair, I feel. I was checking. Uh, the uh, loot boxes in Overwatch came out before the loot boxes in Division, so I guess Leetness and I did mess around with loot boxes before a Division patch, one point, whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I remember Overwatch. We, we played that a couple times. Oh, yeah. I was Bastion, Bastion main. Uh, yeah, we were all Bastion main. <laughs> Everybody was a Bastion main. <laughs> it was absolutely terrifying to our enemies. <laughs> five, five Bastion. <laughs> Didn't they finally fix it where you couldn't pick five of the same character? Did they? Oh, yeah, fuck they... that. That's bullshit. That was the I, best yeah. part of the game. Everyone yeah, playing the same character. <laughs> we used to do that. We, we'd, we'd rotate. We would have five mercies, five <laughs> passions. Oh, five, uh... Christ. Five mercies? Oh, yeah. God. Oh, no, no, wait. The best was um five uh, uh, rats or Whatever. Oh, torbjords. Oh, <laughs> no, five with turrets uh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, God bless that that crazy dwarf. That was so funny. Oh man. Yeah. So we had a great time. Watch. We yeah we had a great time playing that game in a way that it was not meant to be played at all. <laughs> no, not at all. But the best was when there would be like three of us that were all together, and then two randoms would join, and the three oh, of yeah. us would pick the same class, and then they would they would do the same. <laughs> there, yeah, there would be a beat, and then it would be like, okay, both of them must have just said, oh, God, God, fuck it, let's do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and they just switched over to whatever we were playing to. What's, so, uh, I think the best one would probably have to be, and I've seen it, and it was absolutely hysterical, five Reinhardts on the same team. Yeah, oh, we, that, did, we did them all. <laughs> there's a, it, the big oh, shield. Big shields boxing people in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we did them all. I mean, we did everything, everything at that stage. That was like the... That was ages ago. That was when it first came out. Was, the, boxing people in, the boxing people in is fun. The charging, charging people from multiple angles and killing them all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even better. <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah, I never played man. the game. You never yeah, played it? We're basically just bragging about no. how we griefed people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. this was pre this was pre gunslingers, just so that everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, okay. No, no, Le- <laughs> Leetus was staff at the time. <laughs> he was uh, he was drunk. You'll have to forgive him. At least we hope. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll, uh, go with that. we'll go with that. <laughs> hey, uh, all in good fun. 
Alright, what are, you want to talk about Armor 3? Armor 3 new expansion? Oh, we can, we can do that. What? Yes, yeah, what? no, uh, they're going, yes. they're going sci-fi, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, what if humanity uh. suddenly encountered extraterrestrial intelligence on Earth? Uh, I watched the, the video, obviously I'll be picking this up because I hate Arma and all that stuff. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're adding a couple of new factions, a new terrain. Uh, now most of this, the cool thing about Arma is when they release an expansion, the terrain will be for everybody. Everybody can use the factions, everybody can use the weapons. Um, they cannot drive the vehicles though. Which means the fancy new tractor that they're putting in the game, if you don't buy the DLC, you can't drive the tractor. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I know Tractor as, is one of the as, best vehicles in Ghost Recon. As, as somebody, as somebody from the south, this as somebody from the south, this depresses me greatly. <laughs> it, it's not. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> the right of every American to drive a tractor. Well, it just costs twenty five bucks. I mean, it has to be a job. Oh, the Cadillac of tractors. <laughs> Oh, not kidding. I, I love John Deere. Yeah, they they're pretty good tractors. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you guys they're... want to learn Zulu word for tractor? It's a pretty cool word. Oh, all right. Sure. Ganda, ganda, ganda. Ganda, ganda. That's ganda, my new ganda. word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go drive the ganda, ganda. Cletus, yeah. y'all go bring that ganda, ganda around here now, you hear? <laughs> That's my dad's favorite word for uh, his his favorite toy, which is a tractor. It's it's a fun word. I'm gonna go play with my Gunda Gunda. <laughs> can you can you wait until we're done with the podcast at least? Guess so. <laughs> None of us are wearing pants either, but yeah. Oh, gosh. <sighs> That didn't fit well because I was talking about my dad at the same time, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. And then it went into estimation. This, uh, this 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 uh, this podcast has taken a very 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 awkward turn. You ain't yeah. seen nothing yet. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> the uh, the new Arma Three uh, uh, content or expansion, whatever you want to call it, game. Uh, it's coming out with uh, free bonus content as well, so you'll get free stuff uh, like the official soundtrack and civilian clothing. What the hell just happened? We <laughs> lost Leadness. Oh, oh, oh. He, must, he went to play with his Ganda Ganda. Okay. <laughs> he all tabbed. All tabbed. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, everybody, say nice things about Leadness until he gets back. Because he'll die uh, the podcast later and be like, what did you guys do? So do we my favorite part about Linus, um <laughs> is his box smile. Wine. <laughs> box wine. Oh, it's oh. got to be box wine. Oh, and his flying of helicopters. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, he is excellent at flying helicopters. <laughs> not so much at driving. Do not get in a vehicle with that man. No, if you value is. life at all, yours, other people's, just it stay is. away. 
very clear that wherever he grew up, he had access to a helicopter before he ever saw a car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and planes, um, I still don't trust him in planes. I uh, look, there's nothing wrong with flying a plane upside down as long as it's got a prop <laughs> and not jets on it. <laughs> oh. Just, just, just too you? fast. He goes down too fast. Yep. Nope. Right. nope. Well, we should just proceed on. on. Yeah, let's, yep. let's, let's assume that he's dead. Uh, Alright. Oh, oh, shit. Damn it. Back. He's back from I the mean, dead. I mean, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know. That was weird. Discord uh, hates you, man. I was the only one talking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Nope, you were not. <laughs> no, you were not. Uh, well. But uh, on the bright side, we recaptured your wonderful driving skills and, and told everybody they need to ride with Leet at least once in their life. That's good fun. If I'm they don't value uh, their life. Helicopter, helicopter flyer. Person. Wait. Did he just add an extra ER to the end of that? Probably. Uh, I, yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now I now I no longer trust his abilities. Um. <laughs> and that, that was your deciding point. Okay. <laughs> uh, so next week is a big week. I mean, well, starting this weekend, it's E3. Uh you guys uh, excited or? Not so much. Um, I'm interested. It's always a fun time because, one, E3 always happens to fall the same weekend as my birthday. Oh, happy happy pre-birthday. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, It's just another day. Um, I'm I'm (laughs) getting too old for birthdays. It's it's gotten to the point where I just celebrate waking up in the morning. That's the best thing that I could look forward to. I'm starting to understand. <laughs> so, but it, it's uh, there's a lot that is apparently going on this year. Um, you know, PlayStation, of course, not going to be there. Yeah, I, uh, I was I was curious about that. I hadn't heard about that before. Gilby put it up for this podcast. So, it was announced. I think, golly, back in November of last year. Um, they announced that they were not going to be at E3 this year because they didn't have much of anything in the way of development to announce. Um, yeah, it sounds like they would have been doing three or four games, Death Stranding, The Last of Us 2, and Ghost of... Shiba. I'm going to butcher that, yes. <laughs> Which none have a current release date, and all three of them were shown last year, so... Um, Well, Death Stranding now has a release date. Uh, November, I forget the actual date, but it's in November. Um, Cool. That just happened this last week. um, Okay. That they announced that. Uh, But Last of Us still doesn't have a release date, and I don't know what that other game is. Yeah. Now, there is a little bit of speculation uh, towards the bottom of the article that we're reading. Um, they're expecting the PlayStation 5 to be released in 2020, which would put it next yeah. year. Uh, as the, yeah. the sole council expert in this uh, podcast, Zero, uh, what, what are your thoughts on this? 
think that's going to happen? Um, honestly, it's it very hard to tell. Um, the dev kits are already out for the PlayStation 5. Uh, I know Bungie has gotten their hands on it um, because they've actually been testing the Destiny 2 platform in the dev kit. So, uh, I mean, it, with the dev kits already being out, it's hard to say when it will be coming out, but it will be, definitely be sometime in the next year, year and a half. Um, because that. they generally, they don't release dev kits until they have a good handle on the technology. Um, now, the one thing that worries me about what they're trying to do, they said, oh, well, you know, we're going to, our system is going to be able to support 8K. Uh, scientifically, the human eye can't see much better than 4K. Um, that's just a fact. It, it's mainly more about what the angle you're looking at. I know 4K, you can see pretty well from just about any angle. Um, the OLED TVs and things like that. Current technology is is right about what the human eye can handle. Um, I'm, I was going to say, does anybody know a PC that's running 8K yet? Not a um, Yeah, not <laughs> off the top of my head. I, I imagine you might be able to pull it off. Uh, I got a buddy that just built a new rig. He's got uh, twin RTX 2080s in him. He, he might be able to pull off 8K um, if... Oh, I guess you could get a TV. No, is there a TV that does 8K right now? No, yeah, I don't. Not. Oh, yeah. So they're well, they're trying to there's your they're trying to future proof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess trying to future proof. Big question is what is Microsoft going to be response to this? I mean, obviously they released the Xbox One X. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Leet's not that far off. I mean, uh, like Zero says, you, we are actually approaching the point in technology where our, our visual displays are going to be on par with what our, our physiology can keep up with. So I'm, I'm thinking, or I'm hoping at least, that this is going to push the, the major companies into VR. We're going to start seeing more and more virtual reality games. Uh, yes. And, or maybe, you know, somebody invents the holodeck. That would be great, too. You are definitely starting to see a lot more companies uh, going with VR platform. Um, it yeah. says something. And VR compatible technology. Exactly. And it says something that a small, and, and I really hate to use this as a benchmark, but it says something when a small creator like Scott Cawthon is able to have uh, a VR platform for the Five Nights at Freddy's games four years after the series even came out. Yes, yeah. I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's I'm, in VR? I'll pass. Dude, it is, it is <laughs> just as terrifying as it sounds. Um, <laughs> the... I, I've been watching gameplay, and it is your daughter. Legit, your daughter would love it, Gobi. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Thankfully, she has moved up. on. <laughs> now she is all about the, anime. She, okay, keep her okay, off yeah. the internet. 
We can, talk, um, we can talk about that next. <laughs> so, but she, um, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things that it is legitimately terrifying how detailed the the characters within you know the Five Nights at Freddy VR game are, and it is also extremely terrifying how large. They are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they make you feel tiny. Yeah, oh, very. Like you have to look up at them, and oh, when nice. they jump scare you, you don't see it coming. It is legitimately terrifying. So, how many times have you pissed your pants? Um, I haven't played it, but I have watched <laughs> gameplay, and the people who I've watched do gameplay, the first five or six times you get scared, jump scared within a particular level um it it threw a couple of the people off and one of the guys like legitimately has had to stop playing because it is giving him nightmares <laughs> we just it's covered that the last time but oh post yeah post post-traumatic <laughs> stress disorder <laughs> yeah uh, oh well yeah so uh, anyway yeah i i I agree. Um, it's the Five Nights at Freddy VR thing was. It may have been one of the most impressive VR games, just visually, uh, in terms of atmosphere and and all the rest of that um, that I've seen come out. There is another one. I saw a YouTube ad for another one the other day, where it's uh, basically like. Um, any of you ever see the movie Hardcore Henry? Yep. Yeah. No. Okay. So it's ba it's basically Hardcore Henry, um, but you're playing in VR. So the, the whole gag behind that movie is that the, the entire movie takes place uh, uh, with one camera shot, and it's you. You are looking at everyone. It's, so like you're in the head of the main character, and everyone's talking to you, and you don't talk to anyone else because whatever, but that's the whole, that's the whole movie. And they pulled it off very well. It's a, I enjoyed that movie. But yeah, they, they got a VR game coming out right there. I saw a YouTube ad for it uh, several times over the past couple of days, and I can't remember the name of it because I always skip ads because I'm a bad person. <laughs> you got better things to do? No ad revenue for those people. Yeah, that's right. I'm, that's what I do. All day I deprive people of money. <laughs> so I, I'm looking at this list, and there's, there's a decent amount of games that are supposed to be shown at E3 this year. Um, they are, first... yeah. I, was, I, I made it to Apex Legends because I was curious how they were doing versus Fortnite. And uh, their Apex, in terms of a player base, is expanding uh, way, way faster than Fortnite ever did when it came out. And uh, it's looking like it's going to catch up in a couple months. But at the same time, Fortnite still has 200 million players. Uh, their player base really hasn't been affected by Apex at all. So it remains to be seen if it actually is, if Apex actually is a Fortnite killer. Yeah, that, yeah, I think it's just two different, two different um, worlds. Styled. Yeah, I think Apex is more of a PUBG killer than a Fortnite yeah. killer. I, yeah, I'd agree. I agree. PUBG was a PUBG killer. <laughs> when, when, oh. I know what we can like, do. Oh. We can make it so we can honk horns in cars. That's a great yeah, update. Right. Yes. Uh, so I actually played uh, the original PUBG, which was out on Arma 2, which is, to me, way fucking better than actual PUBG. Uh, but back then it was just called Battle Royale. 
And it was a game mode for Arma 2. Way better. But, uh... <laughs> uh, anyway, some of the games... Obviously, he mentioned Apex Legends. Um, Anthem's gonna be making a showing, which is surprising. Uh, the Avengers Project... Uh, I'm not even sure... The Avengers Project? I'm not sure what that's about. I'm assuming it has something to do with the movies. Um, actually, no. I actually oh. do know a lot about that one. Hashtag comic book nerd. Um, I've been <laughs> following this game. I've been following this game since I heard about it. January um, 2017. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's it is a Square Enix. I believe it's Square Enix is the it one is. who is um, heading the project. And from what I understand, it is going to be from what I've read like nothing we have ever seen out of a Marvel studio Marvel video game before like Whereas, an open world game or I've heard open world I've heard linear I've heard linear RPG it is being made by Square so yeah it's, be it's probably going to be a story story driven game so yeah. the, the the bottom line here's the, the the conclusion: the game seems to take place at a time when the superheroes are persecuted by the public and the Avengers are all but broken. The setting looks very bleak indeed. From the looks of it, Captain America, Hulk, Iron Man, and Thor will appear in the game in some form. This is this is great marketing uh, again, just because the the, the MCU started off. Uh, way long ago but the the benchmark or the you know sorry the uh the one that everybody uh, associates with the start of the current mcu is iron man in 2008 and then we went on to captain america and all the rest of that so the first movies if you go back and, and watch any of that are pretty upbeat you know these superheroes are finding their place they're doing good they're they're coming together they're you know doing all this stuff and now we've sort of moved on to the post-apocalyptic part where all the happy times are over and uh, everything's bad and they need to they need to fight for their lives so that does seem to be the popular trend, the way that stories move this day and age. Um, yeah. So I think it, it will be very engaging. It will probably be pretty popular because I, I share the sentiment. Square Enix puts out some quality stuff. And it's not just Square Enix either. They have um, uh, Crystal Dynamics, who uh, also yeah. did Tomb Raider, and they've got uh, Yaidos Eidos Montreal. Montreal. And I, I, I love Eidos, Yaidos, however you say it. I love their games ever since Thief came out. Yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of great studios. Um, they actually got, looks like a few games here. Dying Light 2 is a Square Enix game. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, which I'm not a huge Final Fantasy guy. In fact, Final Fantasy 15 was the first Final Fantasy game I ever played in my life due to the camera, and I absolutely loved it. Um... I watched the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it looked like it might be using the same camera as Final Fantasy XV, so I'm slightly interested in that. Um, hopefully it does, because it'd be kind of cool to play that one. Um, Doom Eternal. It, oh, is that a Square Enix 2? Oh, uh, no, no, it isn't. I was just uh, looking at the games that are, like, good. <laughs> they look like they're going to be real good. <laughs> And the Sabu big one. <laughs> there That's it is. That's the big one for me. That's the uh, biggest one for me. One of three. 
Uh, my other, well, four, I guess, uh, Halo Infinite. I'm looking forward to Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which, no spoilers, but, <clears throat> yeah, and Gears 5, of course. But, uh, yeah, what are, are you, Cyberpunk 2077, do you think you're going to be uh, putting a bunch of hours into it? Uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, it looks like a fantastic game. Nothing could possibly be wrong with it, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Game of the year. And yes, I will be playing it. And no, I don't have a bias. Yes, I have a bias. <laughs> the biggest thing with that game is I'm more interested in where it's going to come out. Um, I'm really hoping it comes out on GOG. Uh, I'd love to buy it there. Um, I'm also hoping it comes out on Steam. It'd be, I, don't, I don't know if it'll come out on the Epic Game Store, but you know, it would be the first game that came out on all three systems or all three stores, if it does, which would be kind of neat, too. I'm most um, excited for Catherine full body. Nobody for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? I mean, the first story-driven Star Wars game? Or are we just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we've heard that before. Um... First story-driven Star Wars game? Oh, Excuse me, since, sir, what uh, about KOTOR? <laughs> no, uh, uh, yes. I meant since uh, EA took over the franchise. So I, we were... Meh. Weren't we promised one uh, a few years ago, and then it got scrapped, and we got... Well, we all know what we got. I was I'll be, trying I'll to be, be nice. I'll be honest with you... Uh, Knights of the Old Republic is a go-to. I have both uh, yeah. Knights 1 and 2 on my Xbox. I love it. Yep, yep. same. I, I, I own uh, in a very long time. I wouldn't mind going back playing them again, though. I have the first one on my cell phone for when I get really bored. <laughs> when you can play it on your phone, it's not worth playing. <laughs> well, really... <laughs> You don't get the full. You don't get the full experience either, honestly. Yeah, you haven't oh, I, lived until you've played Kotor in 4K. I I I have it on PC too, <laughs> but it's you know characters in 4K. <laughs> yeah, that is one yeah, game they could really use an HD mod for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it yeah it definitely could. I was going to say, it's been, I was just thinking back, it must be like 10 years, at least 10 years since I played a KOTOR game, and I still have those goddamn alien dialect things just running around in my head because I heard them so many damn times. So, you know, if you ask me a question, and I got to respond in some Star Wars dialect, I'm going to call it, tell it, Muli Muli Rabes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Was, was that rub my nuts, please? <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, it appeared... It appeared over so many different subtitles that I'm pretty convinced it's just a universal saying for what. Bawi nawa weet nidiban. Yes, that's another one. Now I will say this: I actually just saw this the other day, and I'm probably a nerd who is at all interested in this. But they are—they have said they're remastering the. Ghostbusters video game, the one that they put out with Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson. They are oh, yeah? remastering it in 4K, and it's coming out sometime this year. So, 
That's great. Are they also uh, remastering uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and all the, uh, the others? It's, it's, uh, it's, mm. <laughs> I haven't seen much more than the ad, and if if it looks like the ad. We're updating the characters so that they appear as they do in real life. Yeah. If see only. all all Bill Murray's liver spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! We all uh, love Bill Murray and it's and true Ghostbusters. Uh, it's so hard not to. Uh, Harold Ramis. Oh boy. Good oh, times. Boy. All right. So, but but what we're all undoubtedly looking forward to the most at this new E3 is what new and inventive cringe they will come up with because uh, E3 is just always full of full of cringy moments. Can't wait Don't for the cringe. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> That's why I think it's smart. After you told me about why Sony has decided to sit this one out, I think it's a smart idea for them to sit this one out because they don't want to go to a PC conference and be like, hey, you remember all this stuff we told you last year? We're still working on it. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, you that's know what's missing? Just... Leech's favorite game. What? Oh, there's no POE on this list. Oh, I Diablo. Was Diablo Immortal. I just noticed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Diablo Immortal. Don't you guys have cell phones? <laughs> Bunch of jackasses. Uh, I, I think Blizzard uh, is going to E3, aren't they? They are. They, they are. are. I think they've got uh, a forum on June 8th or something like that. I know mm. Bethesda's, Bethesda is either June 9th or June 10th. And June 9th at 8.30pm uh, Eastern Time is Bethesda. Anything, anything is better than the release of Fallout 76. Um, <laughs> which yep. surprisingly has yep. improved some. I'm not saying it's a great game, but it has improved since launch. So Is it almost, is it almost <laughs> as good as Fallout 4 now? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but on the bright no. side, if Fallout 76 can improve, we have hope for Anthem. Maybe someday. I think but that Anthem would require. <laughs> I think Anthem's a lot easier to fix than Fallout 76. Yeah, I, I would but... agree. Anthem's actually a pretty decent game. The, the problem is the the end game is just not there, and the loot and everything like that just kind of sucks. So I uh... mean. There's a lot that needs to be done, but it's just they just didn't have the time. They spent too little time on it. Everybody said, oh, Anthem's going to be the destiny killer. Anthem's going to be the destiny killer. Anthem came out, and Anthem came out, and Bungie went, oh, Jesus, y'all fucked up worse than we did. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty hard to do, man. It's pretty much like EA just said, oh, you guys messed up with your release of Destiny 2? Shit. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, the, when I played the, the... I don't know. I told you guys when I played the demo, I was like, yeah, it's pretty fucking shit, actually. There's so much tinny feel to it, but the only thing that was good was the flying and the, um, the gunplay. And that's pretty much all that stayed true in the live version is the gunplay is cool. I enjoy it. It's fun. And flying around and all of that is good. But that's really all there is to it. So if they were to improve the storyline, make it, you know, 
a lot more immersive and actually add some proper end game to the to it. It would probably be a great game. It's just not there. whereas whereas Fallout seventy six needs about three hundred brand new NPCs and voiceovers to go with all of them. Right. Yes. And private man and private lobbies. Yep. And a lot of game-breaking bugs. <laughs> oh, wait, nope, I already got that. <laughs> but uh, before we run out of time, uh, I know Zero wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Destiny 2. Not that he has an all-night, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, you, as if you can't tell that I play it all the time. Um, the... Uh, the new season, season of opulence, is launching tomorrow. Um, preload will start at ten uh, Pacific time, and the game will be back up. I believe they said at one Pacific time. Um, and what can we look forward to in this new opulence? <laughs> the, the new raid. Um, they're bringing back truth. Uh, the Truth rocket launcher, which actually happened to be one of my favorite rocket launchers. Um, they are fixing a bunch of the uh, match-made stuff, so there is going to be a new six-player match-made activity, uh, power level increase from 700 to 750, uh, new exotic quests, uh, the ability for the menagerie the menagerie is going to be a new mode where you all new gear um and apparently there is a lot of lore that is going to be tied into the menagerie and this season that is going to tie up a lot of the loose ends that were set by um this last season uh season of the drifter and it's going to um, set the stage for what is going to be uh, Destiny 3. It eventually end up becoming Destiny 3. They, I don't know if I should say spoiler alert at this point because the game's been out for almost two years. Um, <laughs> if you haven't played it at this point, you're not going to. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. But the in-game sequence showed an enemy race that we've never seen before. Um, we didn't actually see them. We just saw the ships. And apparently they have been labeled just as the darkness at this point. And during the season of the Drifter, pretty much, you know, you had to pick sides. You know, are you going to side with the Vanguard or are you going to side with the Drifter? Um, the Drifter kind of shows you how to drift between the light and the dark um you know tells you how that can be done what can be done um and then siding with the vanguard you know it, it, the way that they've set it up is that that choice that you make which you can make on each character individually is going to affect the way that your game is played throughout the remainder of destiny 2 so i think bungie's finally gotten Bun Bungie's finally caught their footing um, gotcha. with with Destiny 2, and they're starting to flesh out what they want it to be and not what Activision wanted it to be. So I, I have I expect good things. Um 
you know, moving forward, June 6th, they're supposed to be announcing what's in the future for the Destiny franchise. Um, you know, what we're going to get in the fall and things like that. So that's coming on Thursday. Doesn't it suck that they get their shit together and then Destiny 3 comes out? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm kind of glad that it's happening that um, Because uh, the what... What I'm thinking is going to happen or what I'm hoping is going to happen is that instead of putting out a, just a whole new game, they do a big Taken King style expansion that just tacks on to the end of Destiny 2 and they extend the life of Destiny 2 to go beyond its current form. Good plan. And, it, you know, go the go the the Warcraft route with it. You know, well, maybe not that bad, but you know, <laughs> the Diablo you know, Two, Lord of Destruction. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, add to what you've got. That way, you don't have this massive kickback of okay, we're going to take this. You can take your character's looks over, but by the way, we're getting rid of everything you've worked for the last two to three years for. All of those weapons that you got, gone. All of the gear that you've worked hard to get, gone. All those triumphs and stuff that you've worked, those badges and medals you've worked for, <laughs> gone. You know, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where Bungie needs to realize that people invest their time into this series, have invested their time into this series. And right. They don't want to just lose everything. Right. And this the that's the same thing that uh, DE has been doing for uh, years because I have to get Warframe in here again somehow. Um, <laughs> but but it's, it's the same deal. There's probably never going to be a Warframe 2. It's just DE is going to keep expanding upon this game that they've created because when they designed it, they left a lot of room to grow into. So uh, I, I hope Destiny 2 does something similar and just keeps the game going, expands the game as much as possible because it seems like almost respectful to your, your player base to acknowledge that... Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for playing the game as much as you as you have. Uh, as you say, you, you have all this stuff. You have all these accolades, uh, this gear and stuff. Um, yeah, well, we don't want to take that away from you. We just want to give you new ways to use it. So I like that attitude. I think that's a positive attitude. Yeah. Yeah, that all sounds great. Um, so we got to wrap it up here, guys. So the last thing yeah. I have is a roundtable. Uh, what game are you looking forward to coming out at E3? Um, what's that game that's awfully cringy? Catherine Full Buddy. Oh no, E3. Um, yeah, moist. Yeah, that's uh, I, I got nothing. Moist, <laughs> moist is my answer. Oh God. Uh, zero. What about you? I would say Doom Eternal, as there's really not, you know, there's not much anything else that is catching my interest at all. Um, I'm really looking forward to see what Bethesda's going to do with that, because I really like the Doom remake that they did a few years back. So. Leap? The Moist and Meaty Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, 
yeah, mine's uh pretty easy. Gears Five. Uh, it's been a long time coming, so looking forward to it. But uh, that is all the time we got for tonight. I want to thank you guys again for coming, and uh, hope you guys have a good week. We'll catch y'all later. Bye bye. Hey. Yep.